2: Welcome in. It's Friday, and it is December 1st already. Uh, 25 more days, and uh, we celebrate the birth of our Lord. And uh, I'm Jack Windsor, by the way. I'm filling in for Bruce Bruce Hooley, the namesake of uh, the Bruce Hooley Show here on 98.9 FM, The Answer. And because it's Friday, you know what that means. A couple of things. It's Freestyle Friday, which means... Uh I'm, I'm going to fly by the seat of my pants. We have several news topics we can talk about, but I really want to leave it up to you because uh, part two of Friday is it's open line Friday and 844-825-5989 is the number to call. That's 844-TALK-989. I'm interested in what's on your mind today. You might want to talk about Christmas. You may want to talk about Browns, the Buckeyes, or as we often do here when I'm filling in. I know Bruce does it too. talk about statewide politics or federal politics, maybe uh, just anything going on in, in the world, uh, two wars being fought, one, one in Russia and uh, the Ukraine. And then, of course, uh, Israel battling the Hamas terrorists as they get assistance from Joe Biden, who continues to tell Israel how to respond to terrorists, you know, do it in a calculated way. Uh, Make sure that we can we can have a ceasefire here, Um, you know, and then that's after, by the way, Joe Biden visited there and certainly gave Hamas terrorists more time to regroup. But uh, I'm interested in what's on what's on your mind. Uh, Yesterday, we heard Governor Mike DeWine, Lieutenant Governor John Husted have been subpoenaed. We'll talk about that at some point during today's show. Uh, There is a civil case that I believe was brought by shareholders of First Energy. Now, you will remember First Energy is the company that was involved in House Bill 6, which essentially was a pay-to-play scheme. First Energy uh, poured a boatload of money uh, into Ohio, $61 million, I think, somewhere in that ballpark, to help get folks elected and to essentially politic for – House Bill 6 to be passed, which provided them some financial benefit. Well, it's not a criminal case, but it is a civil case. So Governor DeWine has been subpoenaed, Lieutenant Governor John Husted has been subpoenaed. So we'll take a look at that and maybe what that means. Bernie Marino, he's a friend of the show. He's been here several times. He'll be here again probably early next week. He's running for U.S. Senate as a Republican in the great state of Ohio And he spent $2 million recently buying ads throughout the Buckeye State. And in the middle of that ad buy, he conducted a poll. Those poll numbers are out. So we'll talk about those. How's Bernie doing against Frank LaRose and Matt Dolan? Matt Dolan, if you are listening, I have invited you multiple times onto this show. And I'm grateful that in 2022, you did attend a couple Ohio Press Network GOP U.S. Senate forums around the state. And I'd love to get your commentary and answers to questions that I have and and listeners have and readers at the Ohio Press Network have about your campaign and what your goals are for the U.S. Senate if you were to win the Republican nomination and then unseat Sherrod Brown, lifelong politician, Sherrod Brown. Uh, Last night, the other news, Ron DeSantis, governor of California, governor of California. California wishes Ron DeSantis was governor of California. Ron DeSantis is governor of Florida. Gavin Newsom is the toothy, grinning, great hair guy who is the governor of California. And those two were on a debate stage. Did you watch it? What did you think? In total transparency, I didn't watch. I was busy with the kiddos and my wife and – uh, getting them you know into their nightly routines praying and and getting them tucked in and uh by the time it was uh I was free it, it, the debate was well into its uh its time so uh there were a couple though uh of exchanges that I I caught this morning while scrolling social media and uh this one is is by far Uh, I don't want to say my favorite, but one that I think is powerful. Uh, Cut one.
0: This, This is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a, a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own. Just,
2: that was an uppercut. I have friends who actually live in Florida and have frequented San Francisco. Remember being there in the 80s and 90s, by the way. And I don't know about you. If you grew up in the '80s like me, wasn't California the place to be? It was. It was like, man, they had the 49ers, they had beautiful weather, they had the Bash Brothers at one point uh, with the A's, Canseco and McGuire. It was just a cool place. And now it's a dump. And uh, you know, at one point, Gavin Newsom was um, mayor of San Francisco, and now he's governor of California. And um, <laughs> There's uh, fecal matter everywhere and that's because there are a large number of homeless Americans and and maybe even immigrants in in San Francisco who have nowhere to go. So they just do their business on the street. it was interesting to me that as Ron DeSantis showed a piece of paper that had these data points where fecal matter had been reported, uh, what did Gavin Newsom do? He he gave you his toothy grin and just kind of laughed. And, you know, he, in that regard, there's another clip I'll play in just a second where he does the same thing. He just kind of, you know, when he's backed against the ropes, he flashes that toothy grin. And in a sense, he kind of reminds me of, uh, come all way to DC to cackle Harris, who when asked a tough question or, um, is uncomfortable, just cackles and, and laughs and, that seems to be like table stakes for Democrats. If you can you know, flash a smile and just giggle your way through it. Um, and, and by the way, the reason that works is that uh, they're pals in the press who I now believe aren't just bought and paid for. I think they're just ideologically in love with progressivism because they don't understand history. They have no idea why socialism doesn't work and how it leads to communism and uh, how communism is a deadly cocktail of of government and economy. Um, but they have people in the press who will find a scapegoat for their poor performance. In this case, Gavin Newsom's poor performance. One of the things that Ron DeSantis pointed to last night was that people are leaving California and people are coming to Florida and, of course, PolitiFact and their – genius and completely honest and open reporting, right? (laughs) Said, well, wait a minute. Here's the deal. So more people are actually going from Florida to California than than California to Florida. And when you dive into how they got to that conclusion, you realize that statistically the number doesn't seem to be percentage-wise significant. And uh, it it also doesn't account for – The sheer fact that California is actually losing people, not gaining people, and Florida is actually gaining people and not losing people. But here's the dirty little secret, and this is what the press does all the time. Uh, They use use numbers from the the most recent Census Bureau uh, data dump. Well, when when did that come? Do you know? In 2021. Well, in 2020, we just kind of started ramping up COVID response. And in 2021, that's when the mask mandates, that's when the, um, the vaccine had been fast rolled out and there were crazy people telling, the, telling you that you really couldn't fly. You may not be able to use certain types of transportation. You may not be able to go to a venue if you don't get this jab, which, by the way, had not been um, appropriately t- uh, tested and vetted. And so <clears throat> they're using data points from. Up to the point where people went, all right, I've had enough in places like California where Gavin Newsom wants to lock us down and wants kids to stay out of school. But his kids get to go to private school (laughs) and he can go to a great restaurant without a mask and enjoy everything. But, you know, rules for me, the and not for me kind of thing. Uh, And so that's that's how they do it. They're, They're dishonest. They lie with statistics because. My guess would be if you look at 2022 and then 2023 numbers, um, if you were to be able to gather them, I would bet that there is an absolute more significant net loss of people leaving California. And my gut would tell me that there would be more Californians coming to Florida than there are Floridians going to California. And uh, I'll play a little clip about that uh, on the other side of this break. It's open line Friday, so give us a shout. eight four four eight two five five nine eight nine. Uh, more on The Bruce Hooley Show on the other side of this break. Welcome back to The Bruce Hooley Show. My phone is, is lighting up here. Uh, it just received a pretty disturbing text we'll talk about in, in just a minute that Actually, G. Van Fleet talked about and uh, kind of predicted yesterday, and uh, so there's your cliffhanger for this morning. But before we go any further, I, I want to make sure that you check out the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. Here's why. Several reasons, but the first one is there's an open house Sunday from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Now, the Legacy on Possum Run is a wedding venue, so... If you suspect that someone you care about is going to get engaged in the next couple of weeks, this is high time for engagements. And when couples start looking and booking venues, then you need to get to the legacy on Possum Run because spots for next year are filling up fast and they will fill up faster as Christmas comes and goes. Um, when you're there on the website, you'll be able to see the, the greenhouse wedding space, the um, great room ceremony space, and then the, the barn wedding space. These are the three – spaces that comprise the 20,000-square-foot venue. It's the place that Ohioans are raving about. You can check the calendar, see what dates are open. Also, pricing is right there, right up front on the website. That way there are no questions, there are no tricky fees. And then you can see reviews, what other couples have said, and the supply closet. That's a big bonus because the supply closet is stuff that you get for free to rent, when you use the venue, that's going to save you hundreds of bucks, things like centerpieces and arches and glassware, all, all the stuff that you'll want. So check out The Legacy on Possum Run at the legacyonpossumrun.com Your legacy begins here. All right. So um, the phone lines in the studio are lighting up, too. I have Christopher on the line. Christopher, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning?
3: I'm great. How are you, sir?
2: I am super fantastic. What's on your What's on your mind today, man?
3: I was told to call them a friend of mine, Ohio, Amy, is uh, working with you and uh, she wanted me to call in and tell your listeners about our company called ForThePure.com. We're an online patriotic social network. We're also an online platform for unvaccinated folks, for dating, for friendship. We also provide unvaccinated blood for folks all around the country and in 53 countries.
2: So that is the number four. The T H E P U R E dot com for the pure dot com,
3: yes, sir, yes, sir.
2: Excellent. Well, a couple of things then. While I had first of all, thank you for um flagging that for us. So, listeners, go check out for the dot com. I've not checked it out yet, I just pulled it up. Here it is. I'll, I'll take a look at it throughout today's show. Um, let me ask you a question. This, this sure. is kind of a, an interesting way to back into this. I didn't know that, uh, this was going to be somehow related with with blood matching, and you know, th- there's kind of an anti-vaccine. I don't want to say anti-vaccine, but um, that's let well, me it's let me restart. Covid nineteen. And when I say anti-vaccine, I've got to be careful because I ridicule other journalists who say that it is. There is a certain amount of investigation and a case by case basis uh, upon which you should determine whether to take the vaccine or not. That being said, um, let me ask you this. I had Xi Van Fleet on yesterday. She is – she and her family left Mao's China uh, back when the bad things were going on. And uh, she has said, look, as the 2024 election uh, nears, panic is going to be stirred. Things are going to happen that we don't know about yet. And then I I get a text that uh, according to uh, disclosed TV, Republican senators ask Biden administration to immediately – Restrict travel between the U.S. and China over a mysterious illness. So it's almost like, okay, here comes the movie trailer for a movie that we've already seen. Um, Do you suspect – and this is just a question out of left field. Do you suspect that we will see uh, some fear-mongering and fear porn from politicians and, and the deep left here as we get into a 2024 election cycle?
3: Oh, I believe, yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I think so. I think they're going to try it and do it all over again. But it's up to us to wake up and realize what we've already lived through and to see the stats. I mean, myocarditis is one hundred and fifty-one percent up. Rise. Pulmonary heart disease is up sixty-two percent. I mean, the numbers just don't lie, right?
2: That's right. That's exactly right. And of course, and if you say those things,
3: there's a whopping nine. I'm sorry. Heart disease. Heart failure, I'm sorry,
2: increased 973%. That's incredible. You know, I talked to a cardiologist, renowned cardiologist in the Akron-Canton area earlier this year who said, yeah, we need to uh, we need to at least be asking the questions, right? And uh, so first of all, before I go any further into that discussion, uh, thank you, Christopher, for uh, bird-dogging us, showing us for the pure.com. Uh, we'll make sure that our listeners check that out. I will check that out. Uh, But one final piece of commentary on potential heart issues, other side effects from the COVID vaccine or any vaccine really is that there has to be a level of curiosity in the press and the medical community. And there isn't. And that to me is always telling if you're hiding something, you're hiding something. If you try to silence, intimidate and cancel people, there's a reason. Wow. The phone lines are like on fire. So we have about two minutes here. It uh, looks like we have Warner and Akron. Uh, Warner, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you today?
1: I'm Warner Mendenhall. I'm an attorney uh, that is suing Pfizer on behalf of Brooke Jackson for fraud in the clinical trials. That's why I called in. Um, you know, we the clinical trials themselves. I, I, I heard you talking about the vaccination issue, and I hate to even call it a vaccine. It is truly not a vaccine. It's a genetic therapy. Uh, but clearly in the clinical trials, you know, what we see is that in general, it didn't work. And in fact, of those that got the shot, um, uh, they were actually more likely to get COVID than the ones that did not in the first seven days after the shot. So uh, the clinical trials were an absolute disaster. It's pretty simple for people to understand. They were supposed to be adequate and well-controlled. And what Brooke Jackson's case shows is they were not well-controlled. Therefore, the data... That was provided to the FDA to uh, get this authorized was not valid data, and that's that's really you know everything has been built on this falsity in the c- clinical trials, and we've injected billions of people based on what were 170 endpoints out of the uh, you know out of the folks in the clinical trials who they used to get their supposed efficacy rate. Uh, above 90%. So hey, Warner, that's all. That's that's what I wanted to talk about well, briefly.
2: Well, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, do you want to stick on the other side of this break? I've got about 15 seconds. Do you have anything else to add? Because I just want to bring some context to this, if you can stick for maybe two minutes uh, to the yeah, Brooke sure. Jackson case. Okay. Stay tuned yeah. to the Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor filling in for Bruce Hooley. And on the other side of this break, I want to take a look at this Brooke Jackson uh, uncovering the truth behind Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine trials It appears that she's a whistleblower. We'll get some some more details uh, from Orner Mendenhall, an attorney in Akron, uh, next. So stay tuned.